Hey everyone, welcome back to What A Week. I'm your host, Olivia Lee, here to deliver your weekly dose of the news. Let's get started in local news. Last week, Oregon elected leaders condemned a resurgence of right-wing groups demonstrating in Portland and the often violent confrontations they provoke among the community. The statement comes days after out-of-town far-right activists and self-described anti-fascist counter-protesters fought with bear spray, airsoft rifles, and paintball guns in downtown Portland over the past weekend. The tense situation, which did not draw a response from police, garnered national headlines after video captured one right-wing militant wandering through city streets with a replica assault rifle, at one point leveling the weapon at a journalist. In state news. Last week, Governor Kate Brown announced Oregonians ages 5 and up would have to wear masks indoors at almost all times. The new guideline took effect as of last Friday. The new conditions are part of two new health mandates issued by the governor last Wednesday, including new masking rules and required vaccinations for state executive branch staff. The new rules follow a steady surge in new cases and hospitalizations statewide as COVID-19 and its more infectious Delta variant spread among primarily unvaccinated individuals. This past Friday, Oregon Governor Kate Brown ordered 500 National Guard members to help frontline workers in their battle against the expanding COVID-19 Delta variant. Brown said the deployment would begin August 20th, when National Guard members will be sent to more than 20 hospitals statewide to help provide logistical support, materials handling, equipment deliveries, and COVID-19 testing. Up to 1,500 National Guard members could ultimately be deployed, she said. In a statement regarding the news, Brown stated, quote, The harsh and frustrating reality is that the Delta variant has changed everything. Delta is highly contagious and we must take action now, end quote. In national news, last Tuesday, New York Governor Andrew Cuomo announced he will resign after a disdainful report from the state's attorney general documented multiple accusations of sexual harassment against women. The decision heads off his almost certain impeachment and conviction in the state legislature. Lieutenant Governor Kathy Hochul, a fellow Democrat, will serve the rest of his term when the resignation becomes effective in 14 days. She will become the state's first ever female governor. Although Governor Cuomo apologized to his accusers, he made it clear that he did not believe he stepped over a red line requiring removal from office. Instead, he framed his decision as one necessary to avoid protracted argument and divisiveness that would bring the state's government to a halt. This past Thursday, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration authorized third doses of both the Pfizer, BioNTech, and Moderna coronavirus vaccines for certain immunocompromised people, such as solid organ transplant recipients or those who are diagnosed with conditions that are considered to have an equivalent level of immunocompromise. The U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention has signed off on the authorization and now recommends an additional dose of vaccine for these certain people. In international news, Last weekend, Taliban leaders took over the presidential palace in Kabul, the capital of Afghanistan, and said that they plan to soon declare a new, quote, Islamic Emirate of Afghanistan, just two decades after they were removed by the U.S. military. The Taliban swept through Afghanistan in a matter of weeks, taking advantage of a vacuum left by the withdrawal of U.S. and NATO forces working against President Joe Biden's August 31st deadline to end America's longest war. Lastly, here's the wildcard news for the week. After 13 years of controlling pop star Britney Spears' finances, Jamie Spears, Britney's father, has filed a document in Los Angeles Superior Court agreeing to step down as the conservator of his daughter's estate. The move comes weeks after the singer filed a petition asking that her father be removed from his position and that he be charged with conservatorship abuse. 
In court hearings over the last two months, the 39-year-old pop singer has repeatedly accused her father of using her estate and earnings for his own financial benefit and of using his position to, quote, control her. Britney Spears' legal situation has become a focal point for disability rights activists and has garnered viral attention on social media. Well, that wraps up What A Week. Stay safe and see you guys next week.